Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Today is our week four Tuesday NFL episode. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. We are coming off a two and three week in our contest, folks. We talked about it on Sunday uh, when we recorded the Sunday episode before Sunday Night Football. And as we said on that show, a lot of lines we liked in the moment have already moved. It's why you need to listen to the Sunday show if you want to get the best of the number. We also recapped all the wins we left on the field, Simon and I. Uh, you know, that was a struggle. Today, we will get to our Simon Says and our exec decision. Thursday, we will do sharp calls, big balls, bet of the week, and the foxhole. This episode, we'll look at the entire board. As we begin narrowing down the five picks, we'll enter into the Favorites Podcast $100,000 Pro Football Pick'em Contest. Still open for sign up, still free to play, still awarding weekly and season-long cash prizes at favorites.actionnetwork.com. Now, let's bring in my co-host, my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Listen. I mentioned the two and three record. We talked a lot about this on Sunday, so we're not going to rehash it, but I do feel like we left some wins on the board. And then yesterday I was talking to Evan Abrams, who's on the pod with us right now, you know, handing us research as we go. We talked about the Cardinals and like, I'm just, I'm worried that we've been blindsided by outside factors. Just in choosing these games, there's outside factors. The cards are a great example. That used to be a no brainer pick for us. They were 12 point home dogs getting no tickets. And we didn't even discuss them. Simon, talk to me. Chad, you sound like a guy whose favorite team is 0-3. You do you sound like you're freaking out. It's all good, brother. It's we're one game down below 500. It's I'm not panicking yet. This week, people are gonna hate it. I love this week so much. There's so many beautiful, beautiful, ugly home dogs. So yeah, last week was a nice week for the public. Yeah, not worried yet. When we go one and four, uh, then you'll see me miserable. But we still haven't had an 05 week, thank God. Yeah, still positive, brother. Like we're still right there. I'm just confused. I feel like we've been making we've been making bad decisions that are counter to the way we used to make decisions. Uh, but we'll get to it. As a reminder, the favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. They believe that every sport should be epic, every touchdown, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, 
See for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. You must be 21 or older. You must be present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. I got to say, I love that Bet365 read. I feel like uh, John Facenda from NFL Films should be reading it uh, in the beginning because it's so, it just has drama. The Cincinnati Bengals ended their season the same way that they started it. With a die-hard commitment, the Bengals battled tenaciously. As a reminder, you can catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like, subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. Here's the contest update. Week three in the contest, we had 207 entries finish 5-0. and Our week three had a tie for first place, so four winners will receive $725 cash prizes. Those are Jesse Goldberg, Joel D, 81, Mr. Sasner, and RJ Monroe, who all went 5-0 and and nailed the tiebreaker, which was longest Cincinnati touchdown, a 14-yard Joe Mixon run, their only TD. Congrats to all the winners. This week's Producers Cup Award goes to T. Floyd 16 for finishing dead fucking last in the week three contest going 0-5 and, and missing the tiebreaker by 64 yards. Email producer Matt Mitchell at podcast at actionnetwork.com to claim your non-cash prize. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Week four is live. The Monday night football tiebreaker is New York Giants total penalty yards. Simon, here's the good news. In addition to being irrationally optimistic, as my wife has described me, Justin Herbert is third in the league in passing yardage. We have him at 25 to one to lead the league. Tyreek Hill is second in the league in receiving yards. We have him at nine to one to lead the league. In a preseason pod, talking about rookie of the year, player of the year, or MVP, et cetera, I said I like Jalen Carter to win defensive rookie of the year at seven to one. You agreed and your logic partially, I don't know if you remember this, but I'm giving you kudos here, was he's got a lot of primetime games. Last night, he had a sack on Baker and then forced to fumble on the next play. One word for you, Simon, narrative. Yeah, and my number one rated QB, all I mean, all offseason, we kept talking about C.J. Stroud. Guess who now is the favorite for rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud. So um, had some big misses this year. I mean, I'll never take a bigger L than uh, this Denver Broncos team predicting them, or the Bears, like both of them, just terrible bets. But yeah, the rookie's looking good, man. C.J. Stroud, I think everyone's finally starting to see what we talked about uh, the last two weeks. It's just of all the rookie quarterbacks, he looks the most calm, poised in the pocket, making good reads. So yeah, I think C.J.'s down to uh, plus 350 offensive rookie there. Maybe it's a below it now. So Robinson went from being number one to number two. And, you know, Richardson's not playing, so he's going to keep dropping in that QB ranking in the rookie of the year. All right, listen, we got a lot of good stuff to get to, a lot of good games to talk about. Evan Abrams has loaded us up with some trends, and and some of them are going to be applicable to probably the biggest game of the week. Let's start with the Thursday night game. Detroit at Green Bay. Green Bay at Bet365 right now, as we speak, is a one-point underdog. This is a pro's Joe's game. Money in the Lions, public on the pack. 
Lions made a statement against the Falcons. I thought Jared Goff has as many rushing touchdowns this season as Justin Fields. Also, he's the most profitable quarterback the past five years, but he's under 500 outdoors. I really don't even know how to respond to that. I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by that. Yeah, it's, this is an easy bet. You always take Green Bay at home as a dog in this spot. If you're scared of the number, there's a bunch of one and a halfs out there. Wong tees it up to seven and a half if you're a coward, but I'll take the one and a half. Like this, this was two and a half, and I'll, the pros came in and just slammed it down to one and a half. So a bunch of books are showing one now. I can just see it staying right around here, one, one and a half. Um, I wish I could say it's not that big of a deal, one and a half, but me, me and Chad won a bunch of money on that Saints one and a half. So clearly it matters. So that's why the, the we always talk about getting the hook, even on one and a half now, it matters. So yeah, no brainer bet. Like suck you can't put in the contest. I, I love this number. Love Green Bay at home. Golf outdoors. I still have a bunch of questions about what Jordan Love is going to be and all that, but it's all about the scheme. Like they did nothing for three quarters. And then once they got into a rhythm, which is what you need with Jordan Love, he can make that offense go. So you know, they held out a bunch of starters this Sunday, and you presume it's because they're going to have them play this Thursday. You know, that's a bigger game. A Thursday divisional game is more important than an out-of-division game against the Saints. So our hope here, Chad, is we take this number, those guys get cleared, and it gets bumped up to them being a favorite. So, yeah, definitely grab the one and a half if you can still find it. Grab the plus one. Had a in Berlin. I'm trying to make London my own. It's the London game. Atlanta is playing Jacksonville. Hey, remember on Sunday uh, when we put the Falcons <laughs> in the context and we had no idea why? Yeah. And we still, to this moment, have no idea why? That was funny. Yeah, really stupid. What the fuck? <laughs> what the actual fuck? A buddy of mine texted me. He felt so good in that moment. He felt vindicated. Because he has had the same conversation with his buddies that he's gone into contests with over the years. And he was so glad that two people who, and I put this in there, quote, in theory, know what they're doing, did the <laughs> same thing. That's why I was so mad at myself, because I do know better. I couldn't, I can't believe that happened. But I yeah, this week, I'll pass it. Like, I, I like the Jaguars. I like them in London. Trevor Lawrence, I went through the tape. He's just... There's little things that he's easily going to be able to correct and get and write the ship for the Jaguars. So um, if you want to buy a loan on the Jaguars, I think the public will just because Ritter looks so bad. You know, at that minus three number, I want to take the Jaguars, but I'm not going to. Like, I just don't believe in this team right now. No. Um, if this gets a three and a half, four, maybe I'll throw a penny when I wake up on this game. But yeah, n no interest in this game at all. Uh, maybe in honor of it being in London, you'll call your English relatives and Put down a shilling or maybe a pence. <laughs> that's it. All right. Well, listen. Uh, I don't know where you're. I don't know where you're going with that, but that's it. That's it. I was just making. I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were going to say a pound, like the actual thing, but you never went there. Well, you said a penny, so I was going with the smallest possible oh. denomination of English money. That's fair. Thank you. Ten pence. Ten pence. Six pence, none the richer. <laughs> Remember them? Remember that band? Uh, listen, Evan Abrams says favorites have excelled in international games. I don't want to spend too much time in this game, but they are 29-9-1 straight up, 25-14 and 14 against the spread. So the Jags are probably the right side if you want to play this, but you know, don't put anything more than a farthing on it. <laughs> <laughs>
Holy shit. <laughs> we got to talk about this game. I think I was just stalling because I didn't want to talk about the Bears in Denver. Right now with Bet365, uh, the Bears are plus three. Uh, it has been at three and a half. There's probably some three and a halves out there. Simon. I, I did want to make this Simon says, but no one's going to listen to me. This is even even I showed the people the results of them covering this number. I still don't think people would bet the Bears team. That's how bad they've been. So, yeah, you you have to take the Bears here. They're 0-3 ATS, 0-3 on the season. This is a great number. They're a home dog against a horrible team that, yes, Denver's probably going to win on a last-second field goal, but we're getting the hook. We take the three and a half here. So this is the definition of pros versus Joes. Only, only the professionals will be on this Bears team and, you know, bunch of people are going to take the easy look of just putting Denver in their money line parlays or teasing through zero and putting them in those teasers. Like everyone's going to just take Denver just because, you know, the bears are losers. I mean, even Chad knows this, like you can't deny what's happened with this team and Justin Fields record. I mean, like seeing that stat last night, Jalen hurts, not to make brag about being an Eagles fan, but seeing the fact that he's 21, 20 and one straight up in his last 21 starts. I don't know what Justin Fields is, but I think it was like five and 23 or five and 20 terrifying how much is just put on to this kid's shoulder so i'm hoping they had a week from hell last week this week it's just all football it's all business again if it comes out this week and they're dealing with more bs and he starts talking about his coaches again i'm out i'm I, like i said last week i'm off this bet totally but as you sit here right now i haven't heard a peep from them it's all football i'll take the three and a half well look there's a there's a lot of issues with this team clearly i do think there's some correctable issues if you look at this Bears offense last year, they started to perform well when they were getting Justin Fields out of the pocket, putting him in RPOs. They haven't done much of that. The receivers are not running very good routes. They're not putting him in a position to succeed. They're leaving him in the pocket. And the defense is JV. I mean, we've talked about this yeah. so much, but the Broncos defense might be even less than JV, and which is the surprising thing because last year, they were so good, right? The first 11 games, they gave up more than 20 points once yeah. like those, last year. The first 11 games, if they were averaging 18 points a game, they would have been like 10 and one. Do you know what I mean? And so the fact this defense has fallen off a cliff, and as much as we love Sean Payton, a lot of this is about coaching and discipline. Like this team on third and fourth down has, has been creating really stupid penalties and have not been able to get off the field, like to the point where I think heading into this past weekend, they were number one in the NFL on penalties in on third and fourth down on the defensive side of the ball. They are letting people run all over them on screen passes. You saw what Washington did against them, but this Denver team is just as bad as the Bears. <laughs> yeah, and we're just we're playing That's the spot. That's the best here. thing we can say. And Russell Wilson, Sean Payton said it this week. He's got to get the calls out faster. It's throwing off the rhythm of the offense. This is a tough one, but I'm with you. I'll take the Bears at three and a half as soon as I can find it. Yeah. Very interesting game with the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Cleveland Browns. We talked about this game on Sunday night, and the game was at one and a half. And you said to me, who do you think we want to take here? And I'm like, we want to take the Ravens. Now the number's at two and a half. That was the right instinct for us. The wise guys have come in on Baltimore, but the tickets are all coming in on Cleveland because of what they did this past weekend. Deshaun finally looked right in that defense is so dominant. But I think, and the Ravens losing the Colts. Ravens were in a very bad spot against the Colts. Like Lamar, as a favorite, 
six and 15 as a favorite, six and zero oh as an underdog. So this will be the first healthy slash good QB this Browns defense has faced. If you want, if you want to frame it in context. So I still like the Ravens here. Well, first glance, it was like, I want to take the Ravens after such a Brad loss, but the fear here is they have a lot of injuries, Chad. And that was on me, not last week, not factor. And I, I really didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal just because their scheme is so great on offense. And if it gets the plus three, how do I not take it? But all the stuff, everything I look at with this Cleveland team, that defense is unbelievable. So it's really hard to know what's real and what's fake just because they pl- they played against a Pittsburgh team that, sure, they're not as bad as we've perceived, but they're not that good, right? They played against a Tennessee team that we just don't think that's good, and they played against a banged-up Joe Burrow in week one. So if you look through the numbers, though, they're, they're historically great right now. Like, this defense has been incredible. This is will be their first real test, right, with the Ravens. So I know they're banged up, but if I'm getting plus three, like you just said, Lamar's a dog, has been good money. I think it's in his career, he's like 19-5 and five against the spread as a dog. Yep. So I could be wrong. That's off the top of my head, but I remember it being something really high like that. I'll take it, Chad, if it gets the plus three. I just don't know if it's going to be one of our five best bets this week. Uh, the Ravens are 19-4 and four against the spread in their last 23 games as an underdog. Yeah, uh, that's 19 crazy. 19-5 as a dog since 2018. A couple other things, and, and I want to ask you about this Browns defense, but number one, teams that lost straight up as favorites of a touchdown or more in their previous game. So... We're talking about uh, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Dallas, teams that were favorites of a touchdown or more and lost straight up. 55% against the spread the following week. Also, divisional. So this is relevant to the Miami-Buffalo game and this game. Uh, I asked Evan this last night because I just assumed like you automatically want to play a division favorite at less than a field goal. He had the stat for me last night. Home team, less than three-point favorites in the division, last 20 years, 46% against the spread, which is interesting to me because Cleveland and Buffalo are like that. And what's interesting is I like Baltimore and I like Buffalo and we're going to get to Buffalo. (laughs) But here's one thing, and it's about those two games as well. You said this on Sunday night. Miami's offense is kind of like the Matrix. Cleveland's defense is kind of like the Matrix. And so what you just said is really interesting because we're talking about how do you measure what you're seeing on the field and what the stats are showing you about this Cleveland defense with all of the history that we're seeing both specifically about Lamar Jackson, the Ravens and teams in this spot? I honestly, the the Cleveland defense thing is like something we were on early in the year. Like we love their D line and we loved everything about it. The shocking part is how good their secondary is. Like that's something I didn't see becoming what it is. So Jim Schwartz, I knew they'd be improved under him. It's incredible how good they are, Trent. So that's why I love this game because it's like this is a real test for this team. Even again, even though that the Ravens are banged up, it's still a great offense. And yeah. if there's a defense that can shut it down, they've built it. Like the Browns have built this defense that it's kind of like the Jets defense that shut down Josh Allen. It's, they have so much speed on the edge and they have so much push in the middle from the D tackles. These these mobile quarterbacks that want to get out and move out of the pocket. It, it's not going to be able to do it against this Browns team. So I can't wait to see what they're going to do against Lamar because they pretty much designed this defense for him, honestly. Like, they didn't design it for Joe Burrow. They didn't design it for Kenny Pickett. In this division, they designed it to stop Lamar with the athletes that got up front. So, um, yeah, right now, Miles Garrett, you know, a 
lot of these defensive players will have one good game, then one bad game, you know, one off night, whatever. He has not had that. If you go through and watch his tape in these past three games, he is the best player in football right now, the defensive position. Every Everything the other team does is centered around how do you stop Miles Garrett, and he's still, I think, getting a sack per game right now. So um, it, it is incredible stuff, everything we've seen from this Browns team. So, yeah, I, I love that we broke them down. I think it was week one, right, film session? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. They're just such a fun team to watch if you're a film nerd. And, um, yeah, this is there's a bunch of great games this week. This is one of them. Yeah. Uh, all right, so it seems to me we lean Baltimore two and a half. We hope to get the three. We want the three. Um, but we don't know what we'll do come Sunday. Yeah, and if you're someone that likes the Browns, you believe in them, grab the two and a half now. Like, if you believe in this team, I got no issue with it because to me, this is like, this is really a tight line. I make it where it's got to be one and a half, two. It's right around it. All right. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Tennessee is plus two and a half. I feel like Tennessee is the right play here. They just got blown out. Cincinnati won against the Rams when everyone expected them to either have Joe Burrow not playing. Vrabel as a home dog is like a core tenet for our betting philosophy. The Titans just played one of the best defenses they'll face all year in Cleveland. We just finished talking about it. Averaged 2.1 yards per play and only had 45 total plays. Like it was a rough outing. To me, this is a get healthy game against a team that that you're getting a little bit more value on the number because they just played prime time and won. Yeah, we'd love the three, but this is a no-brainer. I thought you were going to make your executive decision. Like, maybe you're not because it's not a three yet, but yeah, I can almost guarantee people as we sit here, I've already bet this a bunch. This is going to be one of our bets on Sunday. Like, I, there's a lot of stupid things I did last week. This will not be one that I'll miss. Like, we're going to have Tennessee in there. If it's at three, two and a half, three and a half, like, I'm hoping it gets a three and a half. But, um, yeah, lo- love Tennessee in a b- bounce-back spot against an offense that just does not look right. Like even watching that game last night, they just did not look right. So um, this Tennessee team, after such an embarrassing bad loss, Rabel's going to get his guys up and ready for this game. I need a confirmation from Matt Mitchell right now that he is going to remind us on Sunday morning at some point that Simon said, this will be one of our bets on Sunday. Confirmed. Okay. Thank you, Matt Mitchell. Uh, there's nothing else to say about this. Let's get I don't need him head. for that. I need him to be like, don't bet Atlanta plus three and a half. But that's what we need him for. <laughs> I don't know who that's going to be this week, but that's what I need him for. We're going to get triggered by a game that we have not talked about yeah. until the second we talk about it. Yeah. Um, I like Tennessee better. So I'm going with Tennessee as my exact decision. I'm going with Tennessee plus two and a half. Exact decision. A choice between the unthinkable and the impossible. Now you have your orders. Execute them. Executive decision. Miami at Buffalo. This to me is fascinating. So I bet this last night. I bet Buffalo minus two and a half because the the juice was moving in the in the direction of three. And I figured if like ultimately I could buy it if I had to, but the tickets are on the fins. The money is on the bills. How have you re-rated the Dolphins? in the past 48 hours. Chilled out, took a breath when I woke up Monday morning at the Bills. I was a professional about it because I was in my head. Like, I wanted to fire away right away when I saw you that did. number. I was just like, I need to just relax. I still have the Bills power rated above them. I know it's going to piss off Dolphins fans, but I don't know what you guys want from me. It's like, I can't overreact to what's happening. It, it's 
it's easy to be great in September is what I always say. Like these months here, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys fans just got a huge dose of it. It's like you believe your team, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, and then you'll come back to earth. This is a perfect comeback to earth spot for the Miami Dolphins and their team. And if they win this, you'll see me again on Sunday saying this team is a glitch in the matrix. That's what they are. Like they are Neo. Like they don't make sense. They shouldn't be doing what they're doing, but they have the perfect scheme, players, talent, and swag. Like that's what they have right now at the highest level is like the confidence and the belief um, in themselves. So they're running into a Bills team that they've been that top dog. Like you want to have confidence and swag, you're running into the team with the most of it. And you were dead on the Bills last week. Um, definitely missed that one. But the, it seems like everything's clicking right now offensively for this Bills team. I mean, Gabe Davis, fully healthy. Diggs, fully healthy. They finally got a kid in Cook, the running back, that just looks like a stud. Like the kid, I think, got another 100 yards last week. Yep. Um, it's all there for this Bills team. And we saw last year, Miami, they were like the slept-on team last year, right? We were all over them at home against the Bills, and they won that stupid game where I think – the Bills had like 40 more plays, but they still lost the game against Miami. Right. They don't, they're not sneaking up on anyone this year. Like Miami's that team. Everyone's got them. Most people I talk to have them power rate above this Bills team. So um Evan stat did scare me a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the Bills here under a field goal. And I think this will close them plus three. I just I could see the pros just hitting this Bills number and they move it up to plus three, and the public will. Be more than happy to take this plus three. So, um, yeah, my, my opinion is take the Bills here, but this is a really tough game to choose, Chad. I think we got to take the Bills. Like, there's there's a lot of – the Evanstad is the one thing that's bugging me. But how do you not fade a team that just scored 70 points? Do you know what I mean? And, and I would it, say that's why you don't fade them because they're that good. But yeah, I get where you're coming from. You know, it's like, it, and there's there's a couple different quirks. Like I was doing a lot of research this morning. Evan, you got a stat on what a team does the day after the game after they score seventy because it's only happened <laughs> twice. Well, I mean, there's well, how many times has it happened? Like three times. You know, I, I was doing some research this morning about the Bills' defense and and the Finns' offense. So I asked Evan to follow up on this. The Buffalo's defense gives up 5.9 yards per rush, which is the highest in the NFL. But teams have only rushed the ball against them 56 times because everybody's always fucking trailing against the Buffalo Bills. Meanwhile, they've got the second most sacks. They're allowing the third fewest yards after the catch. And here's one thing that really flipped it for me. Two is amazing. The Dolphins have been the matrix. Tyreek Hill is a cheat code. Two has only been pressured on eight dropbacks, fewest in the NFL this year. And he's going against the best pass rush he's seen. I feel like the the Bills, if you can get the two and a half, get it now. Like it's going to move. I'm looking right now and it's literally, I'm watching the Action Network lines. I'm watching the lines on actionnetwork.com. It's moving. So you got to fucking get it. Should I make it Simon Says then? Should we, are we telling people they got to grab it right now? You got to grab it. Make it right, Simon says. says Bills. All right. I'm, I'm going to lose so much money going against this Miami team, Chad. This is this is brutal. Well, you like, did I don't want to tell you how much I'm down going against them for the first three weeks. It's it's a nice car. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. My, <laughs> Miami's really good. They are really good, but yeah. this is this is like this is the game where you find out 
were you right and you had bad spots? <laughs> Are you wrong? And maybe you could have This is the number one team in the AFC. Yeah. I've driven with you in your car and you like nice cars. So when you say <laughs> it's a nice car, I got a feeling like it's a really nice car. Yeah, it hurts. Uh, look, the Eagles, went, before the game last night, they were at minus seven. Uh, now they're at bet 365. They're at minus eight. I, I got no feeling for this game right now. I think Jalen Hurts had his best game last night. A.J. Brown looked great. DeAndre Swift looked great. Devontae Smith looked great. Like they, you know, Jalen Hurts made that pass towards the end of the half, got him that touchdown when he was about to get hit. Like, I don't have a strong opinion about this game. Yeah, it took the eight and a half. Like I told people Sunday, I like the commanders at the seven. I like him even more now, eight and a half. But I'm going to wait and hear what the other pros are doing on this game. This is a good spot to take Washington, but maybe I need to go back and watch more of Sam's tape. But um, total meltdown that previous game. But another stat from our guy, Evan, teams who score three points or less previous week are 57% ATS ne next week. So that's 77, 58, and four. That's the Titans and the Commanders. So we already like the Titans. Probably going to end up liking the Commanders. So, uh, yeah, that's that's one of these games I knew I was going to avoid. And then when I got to eight and a half, it's like, how do I not grab that number? So don't know if it'll be one of our five, but definitely, definitely a sharp call that I'll get this week and see what the guys are saying about this number. I really don't get why people, what people are seeing in the commanders. I know that that we talked about Sam Howell. I think they got a little bit exposed against the Bills. And, and Denver looks horrible. So like that, you kind of have to throw that out too, right? Exactly. Maybe the Cardinals yeah. are better than we think, but still it's the Cardinals. So this is a Philly team that I think figured something out last night. And I think they're going to be considerably better. And Hurts at home is, he's like a covering machine ATS at home. Um, yeah. So that, again, all fair points. Why this probably won't be one of our five. This will not be. This will not be one of our five. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans is a three point favorite. Hey, a reminder. One of the reasons we love our sponsor at Bet Three Six Five is their early NFL payout offer. That's when your bets get graded as a winner automatically if the team you bet on has a lead of seventeen or more. So people who bet the Saints this past weekend against the Packers still cashed after they blew a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter. That's living a sweat-free life. I also don't think we're going to bet this game. We don't really know who the quarterback is going to be. I thought I thought actually last night, Tampa Bay, they played pretty well in the first half. Mike Evans had a terrible game. And yeah, it was, just, until, it was all Mike Evans. Yeah, until like literally he dropped a touchdown pass. He dropped another couple. Three, three third pass. downs he had drops. Yeah. He, he like, was bad. I felt bad for Baker because Mike yeah. Evans is the reason they lost that game. Pretty much. And and you, you saw Todd Bowles. He has always had an incredible run defense. And that Eagles team, we're talking about cheat codes, that, yeah. that front five, if if they're healthy, they're by far the best in football. And it's not even close. And Swift looks like the guy we thought he was going to be coming out of Georgia, like his vision, all of it. So, yeah, just a, just a bad spot for that Bucks team. And the Saints team. I already threw some on the minus three. Um, I can see it going up to minus three and a half, minus four, if if Carr does get cleared. But like Chad said, we don't know who the quarterback is. Like, how are we, we going to put a lot of money, real money on this game? So I'm right there with you, Chad. We can keep it moving. Also, don't forget Evan's stat. Like, the underdog in the division games at this spot is more likely to cover. Um, <laughs> so there you go. By the way, you mentioned DeAndre Swift. How about DeAndre Swift and then the receiver, whose name I can't pronounce, who caught the touchdown pass uh, from Jalen Hurts? They went to the same high school 
in Philadelphia. Yeah, St. Joe's Prep. St. Joe's I, Prep. I, I th- a funny meme I saw going around was uh, Swift sitting next to Kelsey. People kept saying, these are who people keep talking about dating. I thought that was fun. Oh, and I know. That's so <laughs> funny. That's great. Hey, Simon, make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL part of your game day. Simon, when you eat Little Caesars, do you feel better about the world in general? Yes, Chad. I'm glad you do. So do I. Order online during our pizza pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Simon, if every slice of Little Caesars pizza you ate gave you an extra point on a teaser, how many slices would you eat? A hundred, Chad. Either way, Simon, you're going to win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the tastiest hour before kickoff. The other Spider-Man meme game, other than the Bears and the Broncos, is Minnesota at Carolina. Carolina is a three and a half point underdog. I love it. Right now. Oh, God. Because remember, I don't know how we ended up with Carolina and Andy Dalton in our contest either. Love it. <laughs> Loved it last week. Love him again this week. It's just Andy Dalton's not as bad as Bryce Young. And you saw last week that offense put up a lot of points on the road in Seattle. Now they're playing against a horrible Vikings defense at home. Give me, give me the three and a half every time. Like, who, who the hell? I, how does the public come in on Kirk? I don't. I can't believe this. They're coming in so heavy on Kirk. I get it. Carolina's horrible, but man, you're 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 putting a lot on Kirk. Um, I don't know. That's just crazy. It's minus three and a half. So uh, maybe I'm stepping in it, but I I want this so bad to be one of our five, just because people are going to hate it, but. Three and a half. Give it to me every time. I love this number. Bet it Bet it all day yesterday. Bet it all today. Um, I am shocked it's still at three and a half. Uh, yeah, you're stepping in it, and I'm walking right around it. Uh, the Vikings went 11-0 in one-score games last year. They've now lost four straight one-score games. The playoffs. Oh, the first playoffs. Three. Yeah, first three weeks of the year. Uh, the Rams looked not so great last night. They struggled. The Colts have continued to play better. Uh, I got to say, I'm really impressed with the two Eagles coordinators whose teams are just much, much better and better coached than we thought they would be in both the Cardinals and the Colts. Has anything about the coach changed your mind in the film you've been watching? So you're coming closer to my side and believing this is a better team than you think? Nah, just lucky. Lucky and situational. But I do think they have good coaching. Like Richardson, I'm so happy he ended up there. Um, his future should be bright with this coaching staff and everything, but... Yeah, that was the perfect storm last week. They played a banged-up Ravens team in the soaking rain. Um, the Rams had a horrible game. They only lost by three. Like, Stafford looked really out of sorts in that most of that game. They were kicking tons of field goals, not scoring points. Once again, Wong teaser. Like, you want to tease this with Green Bay? Seven and a half against this Colts team. You can get this right now with this Rams team if you want to tease it up. Love it. Lo- love this number at plus one and a half. But, yeah, I'm not going to bet too heavy on it. This is another game where I can just see a lot of pros be on that cold side because I think they're thinking like Chad, like they think this Colts team is better than people projected. And I'm in a weird spot where it's like I had this team over coming to the season and I got to talk bad about them. But I'm just not trying to overreact and overhype to them having such a fluky win against that Ravens team um, that past week. Like there was just all these little calls too went their way. Um, just, just an incredible game by that Colts team. And 
this would be what I call a letdown spot for this team coming home with Minshew. So if it's Minshew, I'm all over the the Rams. If it's Richardson, maybe I'll pause there and think about this one. But um, yeah, I, I like this Rams team in this spot. By the way, Sean McVay, you like him as a bounce back. 11 and six straight up and against the spread on short rest, covering seven of the last eight games. Pittsburgh at Houston. Houston is a three-point underdog. We loved this game on Sunday night. There might have been a half a point difference. I think it might have been three and a half. All the money and all the tickets are on the Texans. And I still like it. I don't like Mike Tomlin as a road favorite. It's a fine line between, you know, drinking wine and squashing grapes. I don't like this team coming off a big win. I'm going to cut you off because I laugh at that all the time. Like, that's what the hell we paid to do. I think it's a little bit inflated. It was inflated on Sunday night. C.J. Stroud, offensive rookie of the year favorite right now, so he's getting a little bit more shine. That does worry me. Most pass attempts in the NFL right now without an interception. C.J. Stroud, Justin Herbert. What do you think of Houston at plus three right now? Love it at three and a half, but that'd be great if it gets back there. But, um, yeah, I think you're right. Like, the public might be on to them now. And Yeah. Yeah, like – you know, we like always joke on the show, people like the shiny new toy, and that's going to be CJ, right? This week, he'll probably be talked about a lot. Just an incredible win for that Houston team in a spot that they always win, right? So uh, that's why I'm not trying to overreact to that one where Pittsburgh, I will overreact to the sense that Kenny looked much better against that Raiders team. Like he threw with confidence, he stood in the pocket, he took big hits, yeah. he was pushing the ball downfield, which is exactly what you see from Kenny after such a poor, you know, first two games. So... Three and a half, I love Houston, Chad. Three, I'm not as crazy about it because that means most likely it'll be two and a half in our contest, which just isn't ideal. So um, still love it. I'm still right there with you. I just, I trust Tennessee more at two and a half in our contest than I would at Houston two and a half. All right. Las Vegas Raiders. I always love when Jimmy Garoppolo is playing and you'll get all these graphics about how accurate he is, his yards (laughs) per attempt, his winning records. Yeah. And yet he's somebody nobody wants. Because in the biggest moment, he's not accurate and not very good. And what's interesting, he's not playing with a very good coach right now. Look at Matt LaFleur and what he did for Jordan Love to put him in a position to win that game in regulation. Josh McDaniels, they're down eight and he goes for a field goal to go down five. Like, come on, man. This is basic math at this point. Like, if you don't know the right decision to make in this scenario to put your team in a position to win, then you don't deserve to be coaching the NFL. You're not using everything to your advantage. I like the Raiders at five and a half here, though. You want to like him even more because you can get six. I got to mention, we were talking about Jimmy G. He did suffer a concussion on Sunday because I think it's the right spot for the Raiders. I don't care. And his backup is Brian Hoyer, who is smart enough and takes, I think, more risks. Like, I think your ceiling with Brian Hoyer might be a little bit higher than it is with Jimmy G. So I still love the Raiders at plus six in this spot. That makes more sense why we've seen the number running up now. Because I really didn't. I was like, what pros are coming in heavy on this Chargers team? So, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. If I didn't know that, that Jimmy's, they already they already officially said he's out for this upcoming week. No, no, no. It's just, you know, uh, I, I would imagine that he would. Okay. I mean, the, the Chargers, we joke all the time. If you ever get a team that can be above a field goal against the Chargers, you just take it. We have to take this. The Chargers can't help but play in close, ugly games. I mean, their coach has no rhyme or reason. The man, the previous week, punted from the midfield against Tennessee. And then against Vikings, he's going for it in his own, like, 30 or 20. It's just 
There's no rhyme or reason. That team has lost one of the best quarterbacks in all of football. And they even have people questioning him and being like, are we sure Herbert's that good? Yes, we are sure he's that good. He's just with horrible coaching. So, you know, six is a big number. I, I can't believe it's gotten up to six, which means that's that's professional money coming in on this Chargers team, which I'll take Vegas. I mean, if it's six and a half in our contest, like me and Chad are going to hate ourselves for it, but we, we're going to have to put them in. Like that's an insane I would not number. Hate, dude, I would not hate ourselves for taking it. Here's the thing, Simon. If we did that, I'd actually feel like we're going back to our roots and we're playing each week in the window of the week and not thinking about what's happened previously because we would 100% play a team that just looked terrible and got beat at home in prime prime time time. and is now getting an inflated number on the road against a division team in which now we have Evan's stats backing us up, telling us the last 20 years the right side to play in that scenario is the underdog. Yeah, definitely. So I love the Raiders in this spot. All right, let's most likely have it in then. I might have just talked myself into saying that's the exact decision. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. We're sticking with Tennessee. Uh, Simon, can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States? I know you can do it. Game time. Game time! I love game time for two reasons. One, because they sponsor this show. But number two, because I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. Speaking of which, I'm opening the Game Time app right now from my house. I can go see the New York Jets this Sunday. 75 bucks. I can see the New York Rangers tonight for 38 bucks. All sports are in bloom in the fall in New York, from my house, in Connecticut. No matter where you live, download the Game Time app, get out, have some fun this week, go sweat your bets live and in person, and you can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app, enter code favorites for $20 off. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Dude, you can go see Patrick Mahomes for less than 75 bucks this week play against the Jets. If you're going to San Francisco. Arizona Cardinals on the road at the San Francisco 49ers. Arizona Cardinals just beat the Cowboys as 12-point underdogs at home. You said that you still had Dallas as the second best team in the NFC over San Francisco after the Eagles. I said third, third best. You did. Yeah. I thought you said I thought you said you still had them second best. No, I saw the Eagles 49ers then. Dallas. Okay. But I'm not betting on the Cardinals this week. Like this is not a this is not a okay, it's a huge dog bet on the Cardinals situation for me. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. I, I threw a little Sunday night on the 14 and a half. I just thought that was really high. Um now it's down to 14, but it seems like, yeah, you're right. Like I, I'm trying to find a good angle here, but it's like that could have been the Cardinals Super Bowl, and they have a huge letdown here. Or this could be the most, you know, the greatest gambling covering team ever, Chad. And every week we're going to get value on them. So uh, this week the public will come in on them. They'll take this number. So I'm assuming the sharp side will be the 49ers. Yes. I'm just torn because it's such a big number. And, you know, of all the positive things I want to say about Brock Purdy, he didn't look great 
and he looked great week one in the past two weeks he's had some moments where it's like without chain hands offense this guy looks like a seventh round pick and the ball his throws are late they're you know the giants were all over that team and they just basically i mean kyle's a genius he just said all right i'm just gonna make this really easy for the kid have a couple of dump offs just run the ball in McCaffrey, and then every now and then let him take those big 50 50 shots downfield so um Looking at this team, yeah, on paper, the 49ers are clearly better. But are they 14, 14 and a half points? That's that's just really tough to say, Chad. So um, I do want to take the Cardinals, but uh, it's hard to get there right now. It really is. So, yeah, we, we can keep it moving. I don't know if we're going to end up with this one in our contest. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. I think we're going to get some sharp calls about that because you mentioned it. You think the wise guys will be in the Niners. Yeah. The money is on the Niners. And the tickets are on the Cardinals right now. That makes sense. Um, but there is a stat that says double-digit dogs in the conference past 20 years, significantly higher win percentage against the spread. So yeah. you got a little bit of a taste of the Cardinals at 14 and a half. Who knows? Maybe it lands on 14 and we can all win. But I'm not <laughs> playing this game. I'll tell you that right now. New England at Dallas. Dallas is a seven-point favorite. I know on Sunday we said with, that we loved the Patriots at plus seven. Evan had that stat about teams that were double digit, that were more than a touchdown favorites, who lost straight up. What happens the next week? Favors the Cowboys. I think Mac Jones, who, by the way, has more RPOs this year than Justin Fields, I think he's really bad. I, I I think there's like a legitimate issue for the Patriots, a quarterback that isn't, oh, he was playing in a monsoon. Oh, he was playing against a great defense. Like, I think he's just a bad quarterback. And so I'm having a hard time getting there. I think the Cowboys are going to kill him in this game. Yeah, and I'm, I'm of the standpoint of like, yeah, Max obviously not that great, but it's impossible to know. It's like, who has who Mac Jones been throwing to his whole career? I mean, last year was a total waste of a season. And then this season he starts with the defending the, – the team that went to the Super Bowl last year, the Eagles. Miami, who's like everyone's favorite team. And he played a really good Jets defense at home in a monsoon. So, I, like, I'm with you. Like, I'm trying not to overreact to all that stuff. But um, he's in another tough spot here playing against a good Dallas team off an embarrassing loss. So, I want to get there, but yeah, I had a couple of pros call me after we did our show Sunday and they're just like, I actually like the Cowboys in this spot. I like the other side. And, you know, I, I just, I, I'm having a tough one with this game. So yeah, we can, we can keep it moving because I really don't know what to do with this one here, but I, I do want to take New England here and that really good defense. Like I just, you know, that, that offense, the Cowboys offense for all the talent they have, the way they played against the Cardinals it's got to be on McCaffrey. I like the head coach, you know. Oh, yeah. He, he's running the ball. It yeah. was the red zone. Yeah. And like all the, like a lot of the plays he was calling, like I got to, I, I only watched it one time through. I all 22 that game. I got to watch it again. But from just what I saw, he, he was running in bad spots and it felt like, I, I, I don't want to shit on, I just don't want to be shitting here, shitting on Dak. But this is why I just don't trust Dak. He has these games where he just looks completely lost. And that's how it felt in that game where, you know, he wasn't taking the easy reads. He was trying to force it to C.D. Lamb where there just was no need for it. Like Gallup was open. He wasn't looking his way for a certain point. So, um, yeah, a lot of questions here on Dallas. But, like, it feels like you're right. Like, this is probably a nice buy low spot on Dallas. So, um, yeah, interesting here. A lot of pros I talked to like Dallas here where 
I just thought everyone would take the Patriots in this defense. Like, this is a really good defense and an offense that, say what you want, they want to run the ball. And that, to me, looks like that's what Dallas Achilles heel is. Like, the Cardinals are running the ball down their throat. And week one, the Giants' first drive, they were running it right down Dallas, all the way down the field. And then it kind of stopped. So Dallas could have an incredible pass rush. It seems like their biggest weakness will be against the rush this year. So we're, we're talking about that's what New England wants to do. With Ezekiel Elliott and Stevenson, like that, that kind of feels like oh, I want to play the seven, but I'm with you, Chad. Like the fact that there's pros telling me they like Dallas, I'm gonna need more time on this game. Yeah, do you know what? I was I was uh wondering last night I was working on this while I was watching the game, and I was doing the math on Dallas and on New England, and uh I kept thinking to myself, I know we said we like New England, and like I kind of hate New England. And I think <laughs> I think we're I think we were letting, at least for me, their defense was so good, especially against Miami. Their defense was really good. Yeah. I feel like we were letting that cloud our judgment. And even though Dallas is missing Trayvon Diggs, like I do think Dallas's defense is better in every stat that matters. And so I don't know how Mac Jones is going to score. And I think the red zone stuff that the Cowboys struggled with against the Cardinals. There's a regression to the mean on that, right? They were terrible about it one week. They will be better about it the next week. I think they're still figuring out what do they do in the red zone without Dalton Schultz, without Zeke Elliott, right? They don't know who their sort of power player and, is. And they have a shuffled their, their offensive line's been shuffled around. Yeah. Um, Tremont Smith and like and Zach Martin. Like, I think that I just think they're a much better team and they're at home. And this is the spot where Dak does cover. We'll see. Because uh, again, there's a lot of counters to it where it's like you put Gonzalez on CD. Now you're taking away Dak's only real safety blanket. Um, I just there's a lot of questions about the Cowboys. Like this is this will actually surprisingly big be a big game for the Cowboys. Well, it'll be interesting to see on Sunday. But where do we land on this? People will remember, longtime listeners of the podcast will remember. I told a story about Carson Palmer when he was throwing to Keyshawn Johnson throwing him deep, he would say, which nipple do you want it on? Because he was so accurate. And then I asked Carson's brother, Gordon Palmer, who had been on the podcast and is a prominent quarterback coach, uh, that question. And he said, yeah, it's true. So is Mac Jones, because I think it must have come up once, is he still, to you, Simon, a which nipple quarterback? This is a question from the audience right now. <laughs> no, it's it's more like which balls. Apparently, he's like a dirty player and punches guys in the balls. So I might be talking on Mac Jones. Fuck Mac Jones. I do not like Mac Jones at all. Uh, he just seems like a dirty player and a shitty person. So I don't, I don't know if that answers your question, the chat, but I, I am totally off Mac Jones as a person. By the way, Matt Mitchell is now typing the notes that I called him that. I called him a witch nipple quarterback. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been on the, <laughs> I've never been on the Mac Jones. Thank you. Bandwagon. Thank you, Matt Mitchell. Yeah, you absolutely were after he was drafted. Show me. Listen. <laughs> can can we get progressive as a sponsor? Because aren't they the ones who show the replay and then like they make everyone look at it? Show yeah. me the receipts. Matt. If you're listening in the podcast version, that will be playing right now. Which nipple? That's Mac Jones right now. He's a which nipple quarterback. All right. <laughs> Kansas City at the Jets. Uh, it's nine and a half. Joe Namath hates Zach Wilson. This is a defense <laughs> that is getting wasted. I think Kansas City is, if you can say Kansas City is sneaky, like I think there's some I think their defense is better than it's been in years. Chris Jones is just devastating quarterbacks right now. Um, what are we doing here? Waiting for a 10? 
Yeah, I've seen it. There's a book right now. There's a 10. Like I, I, I sent a runner go bet it as we're doing this show. So, yeah, I'm going to grab the 10. We'll be on the Jets. I don't know what to tell you people. Like, this sucks. This is like one of the tougher bets I'll have to make this year. And it's like, I'm right there with you. I hate Zach Wilson. I hate betting on him. The guy is so bad in every way. But uh, this defense at home catching 10 points. Like, how do we not take this? I mean, I still have my questions about this Chiefs team. Even against the Bears, there's a couple moments there where they just didn't look like the old Chiefs, where it's like it all came easily. Like, there was a bunch of times they were in long third down plays against that Bears team to start the game. Then once they got rolling, it was over. Like, once the Bears defense got tired, what was it, 34-0 by the end of the first half? They were dead, but like there was a couple of things in that first quarter. I was like, this is this ain't the old, this ain't the same old Chiefs. Like the, the offense is definitely different. And you know, I'm I'm getting a great defense at plus 10 at home, Chad. Like, I hate it, but this feels like what we just talked about, how we missed on the Cardinals last yep. week. This is yep. the exact same kind of spot. I was just gonna say this is the Cardinals revisited. We would do this a thousand times now that we're back in the right frame of mind. And just and people want to know the my model makes this ten, so it's not like I'm getting crazy good value here. It's more like we got to take a stand, take a spot, and this is a good spot to take the ten with this Jets team. Monday night football game, Seattle visiting the New York. Football Giants, the Giants are one and a half point favorites at a home right now. I got no read on this game right now. No interest in this game, to be honest. I can't add anything to the conversation. Yeah, I want to take the Giants, but I'm with Chad. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a little on this one. There's not any great value either side on this number, but my first my first glance was just like, yeah, you 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 take the Giants in this spot. Um they got embarrassed on Thursday night. Seahawks beat up on a bad Carolina defense. Giants defense isn't that much better, but they are better. Uh, you assume this would be a good time to take this Giants team, but weird number. I just can't believe that it is minus one and a half. I, I thought they would be a dog for sure, the Giants here. So was hoping to get good value here. That just doesn't look like there's much value on the Giants. Wise guys are are with you that they they tend they lean to the Giants. Tickets on the uh Seahawks, money on the Giants right now let me recap so thursday night uh just so people are aware we like green bay at plus one you better get it because it might not stay there um we're gonna like the bears plus three and a half that's our preference uh we like baltimore plus two and a half but we're waiting on a three tennessee plus two and a half against the Bengals. that's our exact decision uh buffalo minus two and a half is the Simon says, get it before it gets to minus three. Uh, Simon loves the commanders plus eight. He's going to see if we can, he can talk me into it on Sunday. Maybe it'll move even higher. Uh, he also loves Carolina plus three and a half. That makes me sick to my stomach. Las Vegas plus six with Jimmy questionable. I'm going to like this game either way. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Dallas minus seven is on, is on the table for a conversation. We'll probably end up talking about that on Thursday. New New York Jets plus 10. Uh, we're really hoping it gets a 10 in the contest for sure. Uh, as a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. They believe that every sport should be epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, 
See for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older. Must be present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. Be sure to watch our next episode of The Favorites live on AMP or on the Action Network YouTube page this Thursday at 11 a.m. Download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift for Simon Hunter. I am Chad Millman. Until Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern, love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.